from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. the Lombardi line as we say good morning this Memorial Day weekend an extended weekend an opportunity to celebrate heroes amongst us uh, VSIN, the sports betting network I'm Patrick Maher live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point and as we say hi to Michael Lombardi I'm hoping he has his Embiid jersey on he doesn't oh I thought you were gonna wear it today no, I'm going to honor to me, my man, Josh Applebaum, for the guts it takes to bet the Boston Celtics You can hear him yesterday. laughing in the background. He's, can you oh hear him? Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, and he'll stick that chest out, and, you know, he'll be proud, and I love it. I, I love it. It's good for him, but I tell you what, I would never have done it. I think it was a perfect game to skip betting on, but he did, and he won. He walks that type right. He's like a Walenda. You know, he's going to walk that wire across. He doesn't care. Did you just, you call, know, him, did you just call him a clown? No, Walendas are not a clown. That's not, not – don't put words in my mouth, Mr. Novelist. That's not a clown. They're high-wire act. It's a high-wire act. It takes talent to walk across there. Great documentary, by the way, to watch. It's the when the guy walked across the World Trade Center. Have you ever seen that one? I, no, but I'm going to watch it as soon as the show ends, it's and I'll, inc- I'll write inc- up a book incredible. report. Incredible. I, I mean, I was scared just looking at it. But that, that, when you bet Boston against the Nets with no real understanding – I mean, you know, Tatum – 
Tate was three against one. Tatum was unbelievable. I mean, he was making shots. He could have thrown it into a pinhole. It was so good, right? Yeah, he was, was incredible. It really was. You know, 4,700 fans as well. Michael, those restrictions are going to be lifted in Boston tomorrow uh, for game four. A 125-119 winner. You mentioned Tatum. 50 points, 60 boards. Excuse me. That would be pretty good if he had 60 rebounds. Six boards, seven assists in 41 minutes. He was awesome. The percentages were off the charts. Hitting big shots. Remember, in game one and two combined, he just had 31 points total. So 50 points here. Kyrie not great in his return to Boston. 16.6 for 17 from the field. I thought Tristan Thompson was a big difference in this one as well, huh? He was huge. I mean, how many offensive rebounds did he secure in the game and, you know, put put a few putbacks in there? I mean, you know, when they go without the Andre Jordan and they decided not to play a center, they're playing Blake in there, you know, that allows Boston to get away without playing a center too because Boston doesn't have a center. So Tristan comes in, he gets 13 rebounds, nine of them on the offensive glass, and he's really – he makes the difference in the game, and they off, offset Kemba Walker's inability to make a shot. I mean, Kemba Walker was 0 for 7 from three-point line. I mean, and, and really hurt them. Fourier hit that big three. You know, every time, you know, it's interesting. Both games, Patrick, the Mavericks game and the Clippers, along with the Celtics game and the Nets, the, the home team in Dallas was on fire. And Brooklyn was on fire in that first quarter. And then both teams that eventually won closed that gap tremendously. Yeah, Michael. And the they were able to get they were able to get out of the first quarter. I mean, Boston actually had the lead in the first quarter, 33-32 which yeah. is remarkable considering where they, the hole they dug to start off with. Yeah, pardon me. The favorites 2-1, and one, Michael, straight up in ATS. Of course, the one cover by the dog was an outright winner. You see it there. Let's throw up the number. The Nets ended up closing 7.5, and, and you see a total, Michael, at 227. The overs were 2-1 and one last night. Obviously, an over cash is there in Boston. It did feel like a listless Celtic team. They showed a little fight. Good for them. They did, and I think a lot of it. Would you you said it? Thompson's second chance points, nine offensive rebounds, getting back into it. I mean, you know, and look, Tatum just took the team and put him on his back. And Marcus Smart played really well too. He Let's did. not forget about that. Marcus Smart played really well. He's got 23 points. You know, he's five of six from the three point line. I mean, he played really well. And they got something out of Fournier. And again, once again, you know, with Blake Griffin in there playing center, there's really no center on the court. I've never seen a game where the middle of the basketball court was so wide open and guys are driving down the lane and they're kicking it back out. You know, Boston hit 16 three-pointers, as did the Nets. You would expect the Nets to hit 16, Michael. The Boston hit, Boston hit 16. They hit 41% from three, but they also out-rebounded the Nets by, what was it, uh, close to seven or eight boards. That's big for this Boston team. They were aggressive. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, you know, they're 46 to 37 on the rebounding advantage. But, I mean, look, Durant gets 39, Harden gets 41, and they got nothing from their bench. I mean, they get nothing from Claxton. They got nothing from Johnson. Landry Shamit played minus 26 when he was in the game. So, with no points, 19 minutes, no points, minus 26. That's, you know, three personal fouls. That wasn't going to do it for him. So, you know, look, it's a one-game event. It shows Boston's capable, but it takes everything in their power to win the game. Everything. Yep, you nailed it. The Celtics catching seven and a half, an outright winner. As we say good morning and welcome you in on this extended Memorial Day weekend. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. This is VSIN. It's the Sports Betting Network. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi. I joked with Michael a little bit earlier wearing that in B jersey, but if he were to buy jersey it would be a ben simmons jersey everybody knows it would it. not be in b i it appreciated be in b. the way that you went 
I appreciate because you know what? I was reading something before the show yesterday about Simmons, and somebody was killing the idea that he can't hit an outside shot and free throws. The, your, the way that you explained his effectiveness, it almost felt like you were coming straight from the front office talking about any sport. The idea that you had, sometimes you have to get outside the box with these specialty players, and he is special, and understand the value they provide. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, when you watch Kevin Durant, you think, is there a better, could there be a more perfect player? You know, the guy's 6'11". He can drill it from the three-point line. He can dribble drive. He makes, I mean, really, when Durant shoots, the ball rarely touches the net, let alone the rim. I mean, it's unbelievable. And so that's not the kind of player he is. Now, Durant on defense isn't the kind of player. For as great as Durant was last night, 40, 39 points, nine rebounds. He just had one assist. He was minus one in the game. Think about that. Minus one. Because on the other side, Tatum's having a hell of a day. And so I think that that's where you lose a little bit of Simmons. Is Simmons is never going to be the, the, the dribble drives, j- j- turn it up. He's an assist guy. He's going to give the ball. It was what Magic was earlier in his game. Now, Magic eventually developed a three-point shot, which made him better. But there's a lot of elements of... Simmons's game that's similar to Magic, and I think he's a better defender than Magic ever was. Simmons is incredible. I mean, the, the defensive abilities are insane. You're 100% right. We'll get into that game coming up in just a bit. You see the 76ers uh, at the Wiz. The 76ers lane. Steam on the Wiz, too, by the way. Steam on the Wiz. Really? Ton of steam. Pray tell. Oh. Well, I'm just telling you, I could just tell you right now, Josh, uh, Mr. Applebaum, he's going to dibble dive. He's going to go right on it. That line is dead across. All over on the on the Wizards, all over on the Wizards. And look, I think this is a game, you know, that that challenges your mental toughness. I mean, one thing about the Celtics Nets game last night, both teams, I thought the Celtics found their mental toughness I agree a little with bit. You. you know, they kind of went to it because the Nets kept coming back. They kept coming back. They I did. think if you're a Celtic fan when you're watching that game, you never felt like. Even though the lead was 12 or 13 or even 14, you never felt like you had control of the game. You felt like the Nets could make a run. And then they made their run, and then they got the lead, and then Smart makes a three, or Fournay makes a three over on the right, cor- over on the left, on the right corner. So, you know, it was one of those where this is going to be the kind of game that the Wizards will play today. Look, the Wizards don't play any defense, so the Sixers should be able to get back in the game if they give up a lead. But it's going to take mental toughness to finish this game down the stretch because the Wizards are going to get everything they have. They know if they don't win this game, then the next game is going to be an exhibition game. Yeah, and just quickly to close out, by the way, you could a plus 270 on that Celtics money line, so it was uh, it was, it was was wild. I know a lot of people were calling me last night saying they were betting the Nets. The Celtics team is dead. Uh, 227, the total goes over. Michael, you mentioned um, the mental acuity or toughness. It's going to be interesting with Westbrook. So he rolls the ankle in game three. Um and so now the question is, how effective will he be? He's Russell Westbrook. You know he's going to give it a go, but how effective can he be with that rolled ankle? That's why I was a little surprised. I think we're going to close six and a half with the 76ers laying it. It was five and a half yesterday when you and I sat here. The, the machinations of line movement, something uh, all better should pay attention to. Uh, but right now it's six. Do you think it gets up to six and a half with the Russell Westbrook uncertainty? I think it has to because, look, even though if he plays with that ankle, one thing about ankle sprains, it's challenging to change direction. 
you know, it's the verticalness that you can get away with, but you can't change direction. It's that ability to have to change quickly. And that's Russell Westbrook's game, that ability to move laterally and get to the rim, you know, side to side and then burst. And then does he have that burst? I think those are all things you're going to have to take a look at and see how it was. I mean, you could tell just looking at it that it, it was one of those that it, you could feel the pain in it when you watched him do it. Now, how much swelling he has in it, that remains to be seen. Could it have just been like a tweak and they could get it back? You don't know. We won't know until later today. Okay, so we're going to have the first of four NBA posts. It's a great time, not just for us. It is. And it's, it's great I, I think the thing that makes it great, Patrick, is the NBA is exactly now we're seeing what we should have seen for months. The players are taking it seriously now. I mean, you know, we haven't talked about the we haven't talked about the Clippers and the Mavs game, but that was a game that you know both teams, you know, the the, the Mavs. I mean, Luca came out and just did he could he miss anything in the first quarter? And then you know by the end of the first quarter, the Clippers are back into the game, and the Clipper and Kawhi couldn't miss. Kawhi couldn't miss a shot either. Everybody missed four shots the whole day. So, I mean, we're seeing the best players play their best, which makes the NBA great. And this is what we love about the NBA. What we saw in January, February, March, that was not something to tolerate. That wasn't tolerable to watch. You know, I, I like the way you put this as we'll throw up the Clippers and Mavs. The Clippers, obviously, clo- they close two and a half and they cover with a 118-108 win. I like the way you put it yesterday with these bookmakers being stubborn, but so are the betters. And betters have their power ratings. And remember, coming into this series, the Clippers were favorites. You got to treat these games in a vacuum. The Mavericks go to Los Angeles, dominate in game one and game two. They shot ridiculous percentages, Michael. 47% from three for the Mavs in game one, almost 53% in game two. You knew that was going to regress a little bit, but how about you blinked? And the Clippers were down 19 early. I, I wrote it down. It was 30 to 11 minutes into the game. You thought the Clippers were dead. They showed some metal. They did. They really did. They got it. They got a couple stops, and then they started making some shots. I mean, look, they shoot 57.9% from the field. Think about that, Pat. They shot. They shot almost 50. That's they ridiculous. shot 58% from the field. They shot 42% from the three-point line. It took that kind of game to win by 10. Now, look, I'll, I'll say this: the Mavericks. You know, the Mavericks when they look at that, they shot 44%. Mavericks shot over 50% from the three-point line. Where the Mavericks got messed up, Luca couldn't. Luca couldn't make a free throw. I mean, Luca was seven for thirteen from the line, and he still had forty-four points. He shot exactly the same from the three-point line as he did from the three-point line. What? Is, what is that? That is, you know, we were talking about That's that. That's weird, Simmons right? Answer. And this has been a bugaboo for Donkic, who, for you, just think about it. He's twenty. He just turned twenty-one. He's twenty-one, twenty-two. Forty-four points, nine boards, nine assists. He's constantly getting switched on Zubac, which is good for him. He and you know what? He I'm not gonna call him fat, but he is thick. Like he is a yeah. beast, man. And he's a big boy. But even, how do you go to the free throw line and miss fifty percent of them? I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. Sometimes when I watch him in there, I'm not even sure he can he's got any elevation. He keeps hitting that step back, you know, he's two crafty. or step back three. I mean, Zubek played eleven minutes in the game. I mean, that finally, you know, Tyrone Lou finally said enough. I can't watch this anymore. Every time we switch, he's hitting the shot. You yeah. know, so look, I think what the what the Clippers said before the game, they were going to go in the game and say, hey, look, we're going to let Luca have his points. We just can't let anybody else beat us. You know, and, Cle- and Kieber almost did. He shot really well in the game, but no one else was able to. I mean, the left-hander Brunson made a few threes, and he was four or six from the three-point line. But, you know, they really nailed down everyone else. Porzingis, it was disappearing. He played 34 minutes, and you really didn't feel his presence in the game the whole time. What do you think the number is for game four as we look ahead, of course, tomorrow? 
I, I'm guessing I, you'll. I'm guessing you'll nail this. I think it's the same. I think it's you two and a half. It. I think you the Clippers just, is two and a half. Yeah, yeah the, op- the opener there, Clippers. They're not going to budge off that. They don't want Mavericks money. I th- they don't want Mavericks. They want it. They want this evened out. And you're going to get a ton of Mavericks money because this will be a great game. Because I mean, you got to ask yourself the question: Do you think? Do you think that they can play to the same level and shoot to the same level? Now, I think Reggie Jackson in the starting lineup made a huge difference for the Clippers. I agree. You know what he had? 19 points. I thought he was aggressive. It kind of gave him. And Rondo played really. Even though Rondo didn't shoot well in the game, I thought Rondo was a fan. He had eight assists in 26 minutes. So, you know, I mean, that's what Rondo typically gives to you. So I think the addition of Jackson in the starting lineup helped. And then Morris makes those corner threes, which really was the essence. I mean, they, I've never seen the lane so wide open in NBA games. I mean, the Dallas game and, and, and the Boston game, the lane is wide open. Let me ask you a question. I mean, it really comes down to the two of them. And by that, I mean Kawhi and Paul George combined 65 points. George was awesome in that first half, Michael. 22 of his 29 came in the first half. You know, this is a Clipper team that blew a 3-1 series lead in the second round last year to Denver. We constantly are questioning their mental acuity. I, but yesterday did. I mean, honestly, after getting down like that and coming back, you almost prefer that if you're a Clipper backer as opposed to, you know, they jump up early, they show some fight because they've always melted down. They did last year where they hit a wall in the bubble. You kind of like the fact that they showed a little fight. They were down 30-11. to 11. I mean, and Paul George, I mean, excuse me, Kawhi Leonard didn't score, I think, in the first six or seven minutes of the first first quarter, and then he got going. And then didn't when he miss. gets going, and, and, and then he, you know, he doesn't miss. I mean, you know, it was really remarkable how well he can, with precise, he played 42 minutes. I think, you know, I mean, they just real and, and Paul played, Paul George played 41 minutes. I mean, they know they can't go to their bench. I, I just don't think, do you think this Clipper team is better this year than they were last year? I think the shooting I mean, this is a historic team as far as shooting. They've got eight dudes that are shooting over, what, 40% from three. Are they better than last year? It's a good question. Does Rondo add something for you? Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes he does. I'm not sure, though. I'm not sure they're better. You know, I'm really not. Let me ask you you a question because I asked you the same question and you just nailed it. Clippers, Mavs sitting two and a half right now, total 222 and a half. Would they open the Nets Celtics at for tomorrow, game four? The net Celtics will be five and a half nets. Six and a half. We might, I think, yeah, yeah, you might be, there might be a six on the board. There it is, six and a half. So, again, close seven and a half, an adjustment, not a drastic adjustment, uh, but an adjustment. I think you're going to see a lot, a lot of nets money. I think you're going to, people are going to say to themselves, look, Tatum can't come back for 50, you know, and they can't possibly duplicate that. They, you know, they, they beat them in one game. Can they do it twice in a row? I think that really remains to be seen. And they've got to do a better job. The Nets have to do a better job on Tatum, and there's no doubt about it. Force the ball out of them, double them, do whatever they have to do. Make someone else on that team beat you. And then they're going to have to figure out, do they want to play DeAndre Jordan or not? I mean, because are they going to let Tristan Thompson get nine offensive rebounds and basically have an offensive game because he can dunk the that ball? That was his best game as a Celtic, Michael. Right. Well, I, I mean, close. But, but, the, but the middle of the court, I mean, you know, at least it, it was an advantage for him. He didn't have anybody with size. I mean, that's going to be interesting. When I was watching the game last night, I'm thinking to myself, are they whole? I mean, will Jordan start against Embiid? They have to, right? I mean, they're not going to play Blake Griffin against Embiid. Mm. You know, they're going to have to play Jordan. They're going to have to play. They're going to have to play a different style. Wow, you're style. talking yourself into. You're talking yourself into. No, 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 a 70, no. I, 
Go ahead. No, I'm just – my point is what I'm saying is I think what you're seeing here is very Belichickian in terms of every, every opponent's different. Yeah. And so you got to make it so – you know, one guy might start and play a lot of minutes in this game, but the next time they play another team, he may not play at all. You know, and I think that's what we learn from the NBA, and it has to happen more in football than it does it does. We don't have enough coaches that see the game that way. That's why I call it very Belichickian because he does. He understands that, look, you know, I'm not playing this player a lot of minutes because, you know, this is the, he can only play the run. I'm just using that as an example. Sure. And I think that this is the, this is the NBA. I mean, what we're seeing is, is we're seeing that, look, Jordan doesn't really – we don't need Jordan in this game. We could play Blake Griffin and because well, they, they don't have a center. But I think now they learned they lost that game because they probably should have played Jordan a little bit in that game. Well, let me ask you a question. Your two betting favorites to win the championship right now on the board, the Nets are your favorites, and the Lakers are your second betting favorite. If the Nets are going to have issues with Tristan Thompson, how are they going to handle the size of the Lakers? I think that's a really fair question. I think that's a really fair question. And I think if you have to ask yourself, look, if you're, the net, if you're a Net fan and you know that Durant scored 39 and Harden scored 41 and you shot ridiculously well in a game and you, scored, you shot 45% from the field, you shot 42% from the three-point line, and yet you lost. That's got to scare you a little bit, right? Well, don't you? That's got to scare. Yeah, and Harden, Michael, was just, isn't he? Rem, those two are remarkable as far as scoring. They're Durant, remarkable. Like Harden just stepped back, hitting threes, getting fouled on the three. Like that, you're, you nailed it. I watched that game as a Nets fan. I'm a little concerned because it's not like my, outside of Kyrie, it's not like my other big two didn't go off. I mean, look, and they only had nine turnovers in the game, Patrick, and it wasn't like they were sloppy with the basketball. They got no help from the bench, right? Harris so didn't do anything, right? Harris did. They, 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 right they get 11 points from their bench, and every bench player was minus 21, minus 17, minus 26. So when they went to the subs, and they played minutes now. Kyrie played 41. Harden played 39. Durant played yep. 40. Yep. You think they can keep playing those level of minutes? You know, I mean, yeah. Harris was three for nine from the field. You know, they got to get something out of him. And Blake, to me, looked like, look, just looked like he had nothing in his lower body to explode into there. You know, I mean, Blake had five rebounds. I mean, Harden had more rebounds than he did. I think I've asked you this before about a football player, but I want to re I want to ask you again. So I had an opportunity once to sit there and watch Kevin Durant in person and just rewinding to what you said earlier. Mike, I don't know if I've ever even seen anything like this as a human being because he's seven foot, but his fluidity and his crossover and his pull up, everything was like he's six foot and the best athlete you've ever seen at seven foot. I, I honestly was in awe. Can you think of a football player to put in that realm? You know, that's a hard one. I mean, when I watch Durant play, I think of Bob, of, uh, of Bob McAdoo. And, <laughs> but Bob McAdoo's six inches taller. Because that's, that's what he looks like. You know, for me, I, maybe I'm too old, but McAdoo was unbelievable. I mean, he had that stop. I mean, we didn't, nobody was shooting threes back with McAdoo. But he could stop on a dime. He was <laughs> long. He was linear. He had an unbelievable, and the shot never hit the rim nor the net. It just went straight in. And so, like a football player with that kind of athleticism that, you know, I mean, I think you'd have to look at running backs. I mean, Earl Campbell would be that kind of yeah, guy. Like, one. you look at him and you say, you know, Jim Brown playing in the era that he played in. I mean, Jim Brown was bigger than some of the offensive linemen. You know, he was bigger than that. And he moved faster than anybody. It was a trick question. The answer is Jadavion Clowney. 
because of how great he looks <laughs> and what a physical. <laughs> See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> See what I well, did Well, I there? mean, when he's healthy, when he's healthy, but we'll wait. We're going to be here a long time. We're going to wait for a while. <laughs> don't, don't you I mean, I got nothing else to do today. The weather's horrible. Don't got, you I'll dare curse my guy. <laughs> the Hawks are going to win this series if you want to bet on the series price, and we'll tell you why coming yes, back are. here on the Lombardi Line. It's a great Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. 
They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Okay, the third and final leg of the Triple Crown is next Saturday, and First Bet is the perfect place to start your betting action. Sign up now. You're going to get analysis and wagering on every race, AI-assisted picks, secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. It's all brought to you by ExpressBet. And to celebrate the Belmont Stakes, First Bet is giving $20 in free bets for all new users who sign up now through June 5th using the promo code VEGAS20. Also, Everybody who redeems this $20 free bet offer will receive full access to vcin.com, our subscription. So again, if you just if you get that 20 bucks, you're going to get full access over at vcin.com slash subscription for free. Go to vcin.com slash horses for details. And again, don't forget to use the promo code Vegas20. Okay, Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. This yes. is the Lombardi line. Michael, so this is a great teaching moment. If you have some money yeah. to lay, you, I, I heard you say, yes, they are on the Hawks. And we'll talk about why. The Hawks updated series price. You got to lay $3 to win a dollar. The Knicks are plus 240. Of course, the Hawks won yesterday, covered, and take a 2-1 series lead. But what stands out to you and can help a better understand how to read these series and read, read these games? If you take a look at last night's matchup and you see the cover from the Hawks, what statistic stand out, stands out to you? It's not a trick question. No, I think Julius Randle can't get going. I mean, the, the way they're defending Julius Randle, the way they're making him play right-handed, the way they're not allowing him to really get comfortable. He's 2 yep. for 15 from the floor. He's 2 of 7 from the three-point line. The way they're defending him, they're, trying, they're saying to him, hey, Julius, you're really good. And if we leave you alone, you're going to nail these shots. But we're going to make you play guard. We're going to make you be a guard. We're going to make you dribble, penetrate, and get into there and become an assist player. He had two assists for 35 minutes. That's not who he is. That's not who he is. You know, he needs a Ben Simmons to be even better. You know, and, and so the way they're defending him is they're putting all the pressure on him to play outside his comfort zone. And I don't think he can do that. I don't think he's got that level of gear in his game to do that. And I think this is what becomes problematic for the Knicks. Now, look, the Knicks are gritty. They're hard-pressed. I mean, they scored 13 points in the second quarter. When you watch that game, the middle eight of that game, the first, you know, the, the last five minutes of the second quarter into the third, the, the, the Hawks just took over the game and controlled the game from their point on. And I just don't think there's enough juice within the Knicks. Look, this is a team that won 20 games two years ago, that won 42 this year or whatever, the 41. I, I think there's talent deficit on the team. Tom has done a remarkable job. Thibodeau's done a remarkable job of coaching this team to the level. But there's nothing left. There's nothing. He doesn't have any more to get to. There's nowhere he can go, and he needs Alex Burke to play great and not give up a lot of points on the defensive end. He needs to be able to clog the middle of the court, and Nolan's Noel gives him no real offensive threat, although Noel was 10 for 12 from the line, so at least he got to the line. But to me, the problem is R.J. Barrett, 
And when you look at that, the way they defend R.J. Barrett and the way they defend Randall, both players are not playing to the level that they need to win the series. And I don't think that's going to change. Yeah, Julius Randall, of course, comeback player of the year. Only a stretch in the second half of game two did he shine. So Michael nailed that. But here's the key. Those are 11 point win an easy cover of the four and a half last night. Michael stays under the posted total of 212. Yep. Take a look at the free throws. Misleading. Yeah. Hawks minus 22, which is the third worst free throw differential in playoff history in a win. That Look, they won by 11. They made five free throws. 27 for the Knicks. This should have been a 25-point game. Well, but look, I mean, they shoot 60% from the three-point line, Patrick. 60% from the three-line. Which line. is ridiculous. You shoot 60% from the three-point line, you're going to be in every game. I mean, the Knicks, I mean, Thibodeau's probably cursing. I mean, they gave up 52% from the floor. They shot 60% from the three-point line, 59.3, you know. So they shoot 59 from the three, and they shoot 53, 52 from the – I mean, you, where are we defensively? You know, and, and it isn't like you sit there and said, well, Trey Young just beat us. What are we going to do? You know, yeah, he shot one from downtown. Bogdanovich didn't get going until the second – really the third and fourth quarter. Lou Williams had nine points. He was four or six from the floor. But for the most part, I mean, this was really about uh, – their players, their, their, their core players played really well and shot really well. Yeah, and the Knicks, they blitzed Young. But what you noticed, Michael, is he pivoted and just became the, the assist dude because, what do you have, 14 dimes, 10 assists, no turnovers in the first half. So he became the facilitator, which he can do. Right, and I think Thibodeau's probably sitting there saying, look, we're going to play better. They're not going to shoot 52% from the floor. They're not going to shoot 59% from threes. Look, we'll, play, we'll shoot better. We just got to ramp up our defensive intensity. And how about this, though? Think about it. I know we have to go to break. They only scored 105 points with those numbers. Well, you Think said, about that, Patrick. And you said you thought the Knicks were going to score 95 points. They scored 94. Yep. Uh, are you going to change and put your Tatum jersey on? Because Josh is coming up next. No, I'm not putting my Tatum jersey okay. on. No way. No chance. I was just asking. I mean, Don't I'll kill get the my messenger. Moses Malone number two out. I'll get my Moses oh, Malone yeah, number I bet, two out. I bet you do. You're going to wear it on the couch with Bill Berman today. Coming back. Yeah, with I forgot my glove again today. <laughs> Dang it. your catcher's bit, homie? i got to get my catcher's Josh bit, Josh Applebaum I, next. Market update. Loving those cubbies. Loving those cubbies. <laughs> NHL NBA playoffs are here and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. Our VEASAN hockey expert Annie McNeil is tracking all the NHL action and of course our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all the hoops insight. Our experts and the entire VEASAN team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs including odds analysis. We got the betting splits up there now which is just it's unbelievable. Just bookmark the site you'll be good to go. Add it to your arsenal. Start your free day, 10-day trial right now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Again, that's free right now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Ken is here, and we appreciate him. JJ's here. I'm Patrick Maher. He is Michael Lombardi. Let's bring in a man that's known to gloat and boast. He's Josh Applebaum. <laughs> oh, yeah. Market Insights yeah. is the podcast. You can find all our podcasts for free at vcin.com slash podcast. You see that big, that big grin. I was about to say a bad word. Look at that <laughs> smile. Josh, by the way, do you have any lights in your house? Turn a light on. You're like sitting in the dark. 
I know I'm struggling here, guys. It's like pouring rain here in New England. Michael, you're probably the same there out there in Jersey. But uh, oh. I got to say, guys, I got my Tatum jersey on. I mean, I can bring it. I can put it on if you want me to. But I would say, guys, real quick, uh, just an update from yesterday. And we have a lot of games today that, that we're going to hit on. But we've really seen kind of after an early start for dogs and unders that the playoffs have been pretty chalky here recently. You had favorites 2-1 and one ATS yesterday. You had overs 2-1 and one yesterday. Updated numbers here. Favorites are now 16-12 and 12 ATS in the playoffs, 57%. You also look at really my favorite spot is the short favorites, five or less, and when a line moves toward a favorite. So perfect example yesterday was the Clippers, guys. Remember, they were like minus one and a half, minus two, got up to three there, ended up rolling in really a desperation type spot. But short favorites, five or less. You actually have the Hawks cover this too. 11 and five ATS this playoff, 69%. You also look at favorites when the line stays the same or moves in their direction. So maybe not just some public backing, but some respective money as well. That's 15 and 10 ATS, 60%. And then also we have seen overs, slightly uh, profitable, 15 and 13. The key here, guys, when the total is 220 or higher, these higher end totals have actually been going over 10 and 6 so far, 63%, 220 or lower. These lower end totals actually are 7 and 5 to the under. Um, but to me, guys, you know, that Celtics game from last night, I wouldn't call it a sharp play. That's one of those plays that's so gross and so lopsided that if you're a contrarian like me, even though you hate it on the surface, it's kind of a bet you want to make. And I would say today, Michael, get ready. We have a lot of games that look like the Celtics today. Very, very lopsided today. Yeah. You know, but I don't know if they're, you know, I'm not dispute. you know, will you call yourself a contrarian better, which I think is the ideal terminology to use. However, that being said, I, there was no evidence that was in the betting cycle that said somebody that was betting that game. And, and I think to me, the smarter play, and congratulations for winning, but for people at home, I think sometimes the smart play, if you're not a contrarian better, is to just not bet that game. You know, that just I don't feel right about that one. And you feel like you've made money by not playing it. Whereas you are just you're going to go against you're going to always be on the side of the book. And so you had to play that and you're going to lose more than you're going to win. You're going to win more than you lose because you're on the side of the book and the book needed the Celtics to win. So I think if you ever you know that that's more of what I think a contrarian better is, is I want to be on the side of the house. Yeah. And showing exactly. and showing restraint. Michael, I think you brought up a good point as a better, not just firing because a game's on television and you want to have some action. If you're yeah. really in this to grind out through attrition, a profit, you got to stay in your shoes sometimes. Well, let's use it as a teaching moment. What did you see? Everybody's betting the Nets last night. They had dominated in game one and game two. As a professional, help the novice understand what you saw that you would fire away on Boston. Yeah, so two things there, guys. Number one, look at betting percentages. Across the market, you had about 90% of bets on the nets. And anytime you see that really, really lopsided betting, to me, that's just appealing because if the public bias is so heavy on one side, that's really where, you know, you walk into a bar, everyone's wearing a Durant jersey. I want to be on the side of the house. So, Michael, you're totally right, totally right there. But I would say, too, you know, there was a little bit of late movement there to the Celtics. This is maybe what you liked if you bet Boston. You know, we did the show yesterday. That thing opened six and a half. You did have early money on the Nets, get it all all the way to eight and a half. But then when you saw Kemba Walker upgraded a probable, that eight and a half got down to eight. It actually got down to seven and a half or yep. seven late. So to me, guys, it was kind of an inflated number where if you jumped on the eight and a half in the end, it didn't matter any kind of points you took there, the Celtics cash. But it was that late money dropping and also the fact that you were just so on the side of the book. And when I text TG and he says, I need the Celtics badly tonight, I want to be with TG with the house in these. And again, a fancy term coming, but it's reverse line movement. Everybody's betting the nets yet. We saw that number drop from eight to seven and a half, something's fishy. And that's where Josh fires away. He holds his nose, but also he celebrates. He's a Celtic fan. So, Hey, they're oh, back yeah. in yeah. the mix.
<laughs> it was a, it was a double win. It was a double win for him. But I thought, you know, look, when you look at the betting percentages, and there were 36,000 tickets written for the game, 38% of the tickets written up were on the Celtics. The, the, the Nets had 62% of the tickets, but 63% of the money was on the Celtics taking the points. So it's, there was a lot of people that were taking it. That's why it was interesting. That's why we saw the re- reverse line move because there was a lot of money on the Celtics, maybe not in Thomas Gable's house where he, needed the, where he needed the Celtics, but other places in the worldwide betting market. And I think that's the lesson is I always, I always like to be on the low-ticket, high-money side to me more than calling myself a contrarian. Yeah, and by the way, we, you keep on talking about the splits. We've added the splits over at vcin.com, which to me in my two years, here is the most valuable addition to our website. Josh, you know this. So go to vcin.com, just bookmark it. Can I just bring this up quickly and then we'll get into today's uh, lineup. How about VGK? I'm sitting here in Vegas last night, Minnesota, VGK was tied up at twos for a little bit and then a hockey team that everybody's obsessed with here uh, pulls away, Josh. Yeah, just incredible. And Michael, when, when we get out there all together, I mean, when you see VGK, the way that this city has rallied around this team, I saw it firsthand. Really just awesome stuff out there. But Patrick, one thing with that line, that was a big move as well to VGK. Minus 160 they open, got all the right. way to 210. Again, that's that Vegas tax we talk about that you're laying a high number. But to me, why why I like VGK yesterday is when you, when you look at game seven line movement, um, it's been pretty good historically. You know, you can kind of say it's a coin flip, home favorite, you know, home uh, road favorite dog. But really, it's that line movement. If you see that line movement in a game seven over the last decade, it's about 64%. So the surprising thing was that over, it was five and a half, got down to five, although although they juiced it back over to the five. But that was a big move to VGK. And now we get the series I think everyone wants to see. Avs and VGK, that is going to be be a banger right there. You want steam, Michael? That number was sitting VGK (laughs) 190 two hours before puck drop. Ends up closing 210. That number was getting hammered, Mr. Hockey. Yeah. And the and what did we say? The puck line on that one was what five and a half, right, Josh? Yesterday, did we yep. not say that or what? Actually, yeah, that dropped down. Look at the total dropped down to five. So if you're betting over the posted total yeah. of five, we, you feel pretty good about I yourself. On, I was on the over. I, know, I was on the I know over. you were. Attaboy. I know you. I don't know where you're going to spend all that. Maybe you can go get yourself a Jalen Brown jersey when we come back. For... Tebow. I'm going to get a Tebow jersey. That's what I'm. A Tebow Jaguar jersey. jersey. That's what I want. Josh, I'm not trying yeah. to start anything, but I think he called you a clown earlier. Barnum and Bailey. Something okay. about that, Michael. I walked. No, the, I never I walked said. I'm good. I, yeah. I, I walked the, the are not clowns. The Willenda, I, 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 I object to calling the Willenda. They walked across Veterans Stadium. They're not clowns. Let's Come kept on. these games coming up today. NBA on the ice. And, of course, Mr. Baseball's in the house. It's the Lombardi line. Okay. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. All right, you want some free money on a Saturday? BetMGM has it. New customers, you bet a dollar to win 100. Any NBA playoff team, you got four games today. If somebody hits a three, you're going to win $100 paid for in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com. Download the BetMGM app. Remember, when you're there, use the bonus code VSIN100, V-S-I-N-100. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-2707-117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. and Tennessee, call or text REDLINE at 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9WITH-IT. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi Line. Now, the VSIN is, is the most respected and was the first in the industry to do what we do. They hired Michael 
Michael Lombardi. That was a great hire off the bat. And secondly, give credit to the Musburgers, Bill AD, and the crew, because last night I just read Nebraska legalized sports betting. So before all this happened, Vston's like, we better get out in front of this. And now, Josh, it just keeps on expanding. I think we're up to 30. Yeah, Patrick, this is just great. I mean, every time you look up, you got a new state legalizing. Remember, 2018 PASPA was overturned. That was the federal ban on sports betting. Now we're up to, I, Patrick, I think 2930. You're right there because remember the other day, Connecticut legalized. And uh, pretty soon, Michael, I'm getting jealous. Every <laughs> state except mine, every border state, I can go in any direction. I'll hit a legal state. So I'm still waiting on Massachusetts. Hopefully that comes soon. But yeah, you got a lot going on. Florida's getting close. There's actually news of a ballot initiative in California in 2022 that they could legalize betting. So it's just great to be an industry that's blowing up. And hopefully at Beeson, we can help all these new betters who want to get down on games, maybe guide them in the right direction. Point spread weekly is Will Hill staying in his shoes. Connecticut's now legal, Michael. <laughs> well, I mean, he's instrumental in driving the force. I mean, he was the reason why they did it. He lives in Connecticut. I mean, if it wasn't for him, then we wouldn't. We should thank him. He's probably going to cut the ribbon when we have the first betting session. He'll probably make the first bet. But, I mean, I think, look, you've got to be naive if you're not looking at the numbers. I mean, Ben Fox put it out on Twitter the other day of how much money people are spending in these different states. This is income for the state at no cost to them. This yeah, is free 100%. money. I mean, it really, it's free money. And once you get past the mystique, oh, it's, you know, it's back room. No, it's the stock market different. But there's, there's information here that it's, it's perfectly adaptable. The games have integrity. All the sports do. And so, except if Scott Foster's refereeing a game, then, of course, we've got to worry about that. But that's a whole other – we'll get to that in a minute, right? But the reality of it is, is, you know, it's free money for the states. And it, it puts money to where they need it to go, especially in light of what's happened with COVID and how much the states have suffered through all the, you know, the challenges that we went through for the last year. So, to me, it's smart. I mean, not doing it is probably – you have to scratch your head. Why? Yeah. You know, we've seen the legalization of marijuana. Those are popping up in every single state. And, you know, we're seeing this betting as, as something that people enjoy to do. It's not backroom. It's not, you know, it's not controlled by organized crime or something. It's just out there. And, and you can make a lot of money for the state. There's no difference between sports betting and the stock market, except the stock market shadier. We, I digress. Uh, and by <laughs> well, the way, I mean, look, you know, look, you, you know, it's volatile. There's no doubt. I mean, and you're, you know, the thing is, you know, you're looking at the same. You're trying to analyze data. Is all we're trying to do. That's it. You're trying to say, okay, the Phillies are 10 and 16 on the road. You know, they play a game tonight. You know, their on base percentage is ranks 23rd, and whatever it is, you know, and so you're trying to reach a conclusion based on data that you do. It's the same thing you do with a with a, with a you know with earnings and seeing a company and a breaking down a company. Do I want to put my money in this? And throw up that number. By the way, who knew that Michael Lombardi lived in the D-Gen capital of the world as far as throwing <laughs> cash? Look at New Jersey's handle, uh, yeah, betting handle for April. Oh, my goodness. 700. That's a lot going to the schools. And all kidding aside, this is tremendous for the state of New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Look, look, even New Hampshire, Bernie Sanders is, well, he's Vermont, but I mean, 47 million in New Hampshire. I mean, really think about it. It's unbelievable. I mean, and this is all money. In Colorado, the money goes to, I think, their water purification. They, they've set it up so that they can, you know, really help out the environment in certain areas. And I think all these states need it. Look, who would have thought that New Jersey, especially in light with Pennsylvania coming online, would still topple everyone? I mean, it's remarkable. Yep. And, and it's north and south Jersey. And as the standard in the industry, we're proud to see it. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Josh, let's set up today. I heard Mr. Baseball. I don't know if that was a tease 
on the <laughs> Phillies. We will get to that coming up in just a no, little I'm bit. I'm not on the Phillies today. I was just looking at, you know, I, I, I'm on – I, I'll tease. I'm on another team. I have a play. We didn't okay. get my play yesterday, but that's okay. You know, you just cut me off. We didn't have a chance to do it, but that's all right. I got to bring my glove in, damn it. You know, I got to get that glove in. I, I got to set it up. When I'm moving this. I'm moving. Ken's coming back. We're moving offices. I'm actually going to get air conditioned, and I, I'm going to set it up so that I have a glove. I'm going to display headed? my glove. I didn't know you were across moving. Across the street. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're moving across <laughs> the street. Yeah, well, this building is is uh, is getting taken over into a, I think he's trying to make it into condos. We'll see. But, you know, and once that happens, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the last guy here. I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone episode. I'm the last person in the building. Like, hey, where's your, where's your volleyball, Tom Hanks? Uh, yeah, I mean, really, I feel like that. You know, so eventually, yeah, my man Ken's coming back, make another visit to Ocean City. Yes, Ken, Voltacos is open. We will take good care of you. Okay, let's paint the board on the four NBA games. Here, just quickly, Josh, let, let the better know where these games opened, where they sit, and what you take from that. We'll get Michael's take. Exactly, Patrick. So you talk about it. Data. Data is what I, I like to really stress a lot because cover up the names of the teams. Where's the money going? Uh, I always ask myself, where's the public? I want to be against them. Where's the sharps? I want to be with them. And I want to ideally beat the closing line, get a better number than what the line closes at. So, guys, first one today, Bucks Heat. Uh, you have the Bucks up 3-0. They can eliminate the Heat here with a win. Um, what's interesting to me, guys, is this is one of the most lopsided plays of the day. This has kind of been that Celtics-Nets territory from yesterday. Uh, you have eight, nine out of ten bets uh, laying the uh, the points here with the Bucks. They've looked great. They've been rolling these last couple games here. Uh, but what's intriguing to me, guys, if you want to go the other way and bet the Heat, not only are they really, really contrarian, and we'll talk to TG later. I'm sure he, he'll need the Heat in this one, too. But it's kind of a line freeze. Uh, again, compare the percentages to the way the line moves or doesn't move. That'll tell you a lot. This game opened at minus five bucks. It's pretty much stayed exactly where it's at. Why is that important? Because normally when you see these really lopsided plays, bucks will go minus five to minus five and a half to minus six. That hasn't happened. It stayed where it's at. You've even had some books, you know, tick down to four and a half at, at certain times. So it looks like a little bit of a liability here on the heat in a desperation mode spot. Uh, and also, Michael, what do you think of the X factor of Dante DiVincenzo? He hurt his, his ankle. He's out for the rest of the playoffs. This is a guy that was a key starter for them all year. Seems to me, guys, if I'm playing this game, I'm going to go contrarian, put on that hazmat suit, and grab the Heat plus five, Michael. Yeah, you know, I, I think we, one thing we do know, I mean, with Riley watching the games and Riley's influence, I mean, you know Riley's sitting there saying, fellas, I'm paying close attention to this. You know, I want to see. This is one of the games an executive says to himself, I want to find out who really cares. Who's on the team who next really year? Who really cares? Yeah, <laughs> who really cares? Like, you want to be on the team? That, like, show me who cares. And if you don't want to give me effort in this game, then I can't. Then this is this is what's that old saying, you know, so, what, find out someone's character when, when no one's watching. This is one of those games where no one's watching, but everybody's watching. Was that a yogiism? I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> that that's really the case. And if you're Riley sitting there courtside, you want to know exactly what's going on. Now, I think this is the perfect opportunity for the Bucks to work around DiVincenzo's in injury to see where they can go and how they're going to fix their team as they move forward. But look, the way that Holiday plays, the way he has been playing, plus 41 in the last game when they played, remarkable, right? I mean, Giannis didn't even go off in that game, and they dominated. I mean, they've been able to get out early and stay ahead. Other than the first game, the Heat have not been able to adjust to this whatsoever. Yeah, the Bucks getting in transition and creating mismatches. Josh, the next one on the board. Go ahead. 
Next on the board, uh, seeing some money here on the Portland Trailblazers. So this has been a, a really interesting series. It's two to one going uh, uh, with a lead for Denver here. Remember, they split the first two uh, in Denver, and then you have the Nuggets with a big win as a dog, plus three and a half. They won game three, 120 to 115. But you're seeing some money on the Blazers. This is, to me, looks kind of like a pro and Joe play. It's not just uh, a popular play with the public, not too lopsided, but also some big money because the Blazers opened at a lot of shops. They're around minus three and a half, minus four. We've seen them go up to four and a half. Anytime it never really got to five. So that kind of tells me, hey, maybe this is as far as the odds makers want to go. But if you want to back the Blazers, they're on they're in a couple good bounce back systems. You look at home favorites off a loss in the playoffs. They're 54 percent ATS in the next game. Kind of a bounce back uh, over the last decade. Also, this is a system that's done very well. These short favorites, five or less. They're 11 and five ATS, 69 percent. And then also, uh, guys, it looks like Sharps are going to die on the hill of these Nuggets Blazers unders. It pretty much been on the under every game. It's it's gone over every game. So maybe the odds makers are, or maybe the sharps are kind of missing something here with the total. They haven't adjusted. Another, they haven't adjusted they either haven't. number. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. And Patrick, this did fall a little bit, like two twenty eight and a half down to uh, two twenty eight. Um, in the series price here, Nuggets up two to one. Nuggets are now minus two hundred to win the series. If you think Portland can come back, you may want to hit them now plus one sixty five. But Michael, what do you think? Do you like that money toward the Blazers, or do you say, hey, Nuggets are? are how can you pass up the the, uh, the points with the Nugs? I mean, I, I do like it. I really do. And here's why I like it. Twenty In the last game, Denver made 20 of 38 shots from the three-point line, whereas the, the Trailblazers shot, you know, they really couldn't do anything. They were they were poor shooting. They had 16 more field goal attempts in the game than the, than the Nuggets did, and they lost, and they were that close. I don't anticipate them shooting as badly as they did in the three-point line, 31%, and I don't anticipate – the 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 uh, Nuggets shooting as well as they did, so I think there's going to be a return to the mean in this game. And because it was only what a four and a half point game, it gives them an opportunity. I think they've got to shoot better from the three point line. I mean, Lillard is going to be incredible. Thirty seven points the other night, played a lot of minutes, but he can play a lot of minutes and keep going. This is a time I I, I like the Trailblazers. And look, home court used to matter in Portland. Maybe it doesn't as much anymore. But I think they have to get this game. This is this is one of those you got to get back now. This is this is the last stand game for the Trailblazers. They can't lose two in a row at home. Okay, we're going to run the board. Josh will give his plays. Michael will give his play coming up in just a little bit here on the Lombardi line. Michael, I do have a picture of Josh making his Celtics bet yesterday. Yeah, this is how we do it. If we can throw <laughs> it up. There's Josh. There's oh, yeah. Josh, Josh taking the seven and a we're half. Gonna... You know, we have a lot of nicknames. We have a lot of nicknames for things we do. Des Moines, Steam. Well, when you Coke make machine. a pick like you, <laughs> that we're going to call that a Walenda. That's we're going to call that a Walenda. Hey. When you pick a team like Boston with no real reason just to pick them because you're contrarian, that's no longer contrarian. It's a Walenda. There's Josh walking to the book to place his Celtics plus seven. And a, hey, we got to give credit. Walenda. Can we give credit to Bill Berman on that picture? I mean, JJ, I know you produce Beautiful. the show, but you have a co-producer in Bill <laughs> yeah, Berman. Yeah, of course. Always riding shotgun. Hey, there's Josh. He's walking. <laughs> take seven and a half. Willenda. It's a Willenda. We, we come it's back. It's a Willenda. We get an update. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> NFC East. We continue. It is the Lombardi line on a Saturday. With 
With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.